Happiness isn't good enough for me. I demand euphoria. Hello and welcome to episode 72 of Under the Cull of MS. Kelvin and Hobbs. Start out with Garfield as usual. Garfield sitting there thinking to himself, I wonder if I could stand on just two feet. Stands up, fluttering his arms as he holds himself up. Hey, this is great. I'm standing. He starts dancing around with his two feet. Says, now I can tap dance. And he stretches up for a burger on the table, and I can reach the tabletop. And he kicks Odie. Says, I can drop kick Odie. Don comes in and says, Garfield. Cats can't walk on their hind feet. And smack, face first on the counter, Garfield goes. John says, see? Garfield says, thanks a lot. Okay, let's get into a little bit of Dennis Menace. Yeah, Dennis and his gang of friends in the living room talking to his mom. It says, if it wasn't for us kids, there wouldn't be any mothers and fathers. And you got Dennis wrapped up in a bunch of typewriter ribbon talking to his mom. And he says, I don't know why dad threw this typewriter ribbon away. Look at all the ink that was left. Holy covered in black ink. Hey, Dennis going up to the neighbor. Neighbor opens the door, says, Hi, Mr. Wilson. Could I borrow some toast or something till my folks wake up? Uh, okay, yeah. Dennis in the kitchen, his mom's. On her hands and knees, waxing her the floor. Dennis says, How would you like to have the rest of the day off and take me to the movies? Yeah, Dennis in the shower, fully clothed with an umbrella open, blocking the shower come, water coming down on his head. Mom comes in. Dennis says, Hi. Just wanted to see if I could take a shower without getting wet. Water's just flying all over the bathroom. Dennis and his friend at the malt shop. Talking to the guy at the counter. Says, I got two cents and Tommy's got the seven cents. And we want a banana split in two dishes. Special is banana split, 27 cents. Uh, Dennis and friend come up to his mom and another lady. They're carrying some boxes. And Dennis says, what the heck's he got on his thumb that's so good? As the kid next to him sucking his thumb.
Hey, Dennis naked on the telephone. His mom's trying to drag him back upstairs. Dennis is yelling into the phone, help, a wicked old witch is going to put me in a tub of boiling water. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, Dennis coming in with a big old lollipop into the kitchen while his mom's working on dinner and dishes. He says, well, I know what I'm going to do today. Miss Wilson gave me an all-day sucker. Hey, you got Dennis laying in bed, looking rough. His mom's standing there at the foot of the bed talking to a doctor. Doctor says, he'll be his old self in a couple of days, so you'd better get some rest too. Uh, hey, you got Dennis sitting in the punishment corner with his teddy bear in his chair. He says, what if I won't ever say I'm sorry and I get fatter and taller? Do I get a bigger chair? Yeah, Dennis and his dad pulled over by a police officer. Police officers walking up to the window of the car. Dennis says, not only that, he took two nickels out of my piggy bank last night. Dennis and his friend sitting outside working on some type of ramp with a bucket as their boat. I was looking over the fence. Dennis says, sure, I heard you call me. Didn't you hear me say what? (laughs) Dennis and a couple of his friends, and he's talking to his grandpa. He says, Grandpa. Show the kids your toy teeth. Yeah, Dennis and a couple of his buddies digging through a dumpster. It's tipped over. Dennis says, well, I guess it's Mr. Wilson's dumpster. He says, I sure feel sorry for Mr. Wilson. Look at all the vegetable cans. Yeah, Dennis. Standing by his dad, sitting in his chair, and his dad's got handcuffs on. Dad says, what do you mean, what key? You have a key, don't you? Well, don't you? (laughs) Hey, I got Dennis with gloves on, talking to his ma. He says... Because I'm tired of washing my hands every two seconds. Yeah, Dennis is buddy with a couple paintbrushes and a bucket of paint. Dennis says, I don't understand, Mr. Wilson. I thought he'd like a purple tree trunk. Uh, I know my wife would like a bunch of purple tree trunks. Hey, yeah, Dennis and his, a couple of his friends sitting around. His one friend's got a weird-looking sandwich. 
And Dennis says, I'm teaching him not to be selfish, Margaret. Go ahead and take a bite. Uh, Dennis bringing in a bucket full of foam. His dad's sitting in the living room in his chair eating a book, smoking his pipe. Dennis says, look how much shaving cream there is in one of those little cans. Oh, shit. All right. See what Kelvin and Hobbs has to offer. Kelvin's dad's working on putting a bike, a mountain bike together, modifying it, fixing it up. Kelvin's laughing at his dad as he's all dressed up in his bike outfit. Has the bike up and running, goes out into society, starts driving around. There's traffic everywhere trying to run him down. Gets out into the wilderness and he's... Hitting rocks and falling over, falling down hills, getting all bumps and bruises. Comes walking back, carrying one of his tires of his bike, all messed up. Kelvin's laughing at him. Next scene you see Pops in a tub. Says the secret to enjoying your job is to have a hobby that's even worse. Pops sitting in his chair writing something. Kevin. Kelvin's got a letter or picture in his hand. Kelvin says, remember when I was first born? I couldn't even turn myself over. My eyes wouldn't focus. I couldn't do anything. Think of all the work it took to develop motor skills necessary to hold a crayon. Place the tape of it, tip of it on a page. And to move it in predetermined coordination motion, coordinated motions. This picture is the result of six years unrelenting toil. A lifetime of effort went into this. His dad says, I'm still not paying you $500 for it. Kelvin says, it will appreciate. It's an investment. Only if we had some of his original artwork from some of the great artists when they were young. All right. We had snow this week. I didn't go to the comic shop. Er, comic shop. My brain's all over the place. I didn't go to the gas station to get the week's paper, so I went online and found that they have every comic you can think of up to date on different sites. I checked out a few. And we'll start out with the far side. You got two rats, one rat sitting in a chair reading his newspaper. Female rats sitting there with their arms on her side, all grumpy looking at him. Place is a mess, all shambles, pictures are moved, there's garbage all over the place. And he says, Clean it up. Clean it up. Grimy. It's supposed to be a rat hole. Hmm. All right, we got a little. Okay, now I lost. Okay, there it is. I got some Kathy here. It's a poem of holiday spirit. You made me get plumpy, made me look dumpy, but it's Christmas time. 
COVID, I refuse to be grumpy. Your scenes from isolation. Everybody's getting fat this year and enjoying the holiday, decorating a little bit early just to try and lift their spirits. All right, let's see. Heart of the city. I mean, a lot of comics that I've never heard of before, so. Got three people sitting outside, poking at some snow hanging off the edge of the roof with a stick. One person says, what is that thing? The other one that's poking at it says, it has to be a deflated basketball, right? Gail says, why would it be hanging like that? Another character says, I suggest you hit it harder so it falls down. Wax at it. Big old chunk of snow and stuff comes falling down. Smashes on the ground and all of a sudden you see. And they go running. It's like, Miss Lamar, we found wasps. Mass <laughs> is not wasp. Middle of winter while they're hibernating, and I don't think they'd wake up. If they did, they'd be a little pissed off. Alright, check out another Kelvin and Hobbs. You got Kelvin writing a letter, says, And Santa, if I get any Lords of Leaping or Geese Land, you've had it. Hmm. That might not be. <laughs> well, I should say that might not be polite. But they scooped on that one. So. All right, yeah, Kelvin and Hobbs sledding down a hill. Kelvin says, I'm getting nervous about Christmas. Hobbs says, you're worried you haven't been good? Kelvin says, that's just the question. It's all relative. What's Santa's definition? How good do you have to be to qualify as good? I haven't killed anybody. See, that's good, right? I haven't committed any felonies. I didn't start any wars. I don't practice cannibalism. Wouldn't you say that's pretty good? Wouldn't you say I should get lots of presents? Hobbes says, maybe good is more than the absence of bad. Owen says, see, that's what worries me. Okay, assuming I can get an overnight letter to the North Pole, what would you charge to write me a glowing character reference? Hobbes says, oh no, I'm not going to perjure myself for you. My record's clean. Right. Pearls before swine. A gal sitting in bed reading a book. Says, I have read a book a week this year. That's a great use of my time during COVID. And I've walked two miles a day. That's a great use of my of my time during COVID. And I've organized every room in my house. That's a great use of my time during COVID. And I've spent more time with my kids. That's a great use of my time during COVID. So I'm better read, more fit, more organized, and a better parent. And I want my life back. And you got the pearls and swines talking. One says, 
Susan's not so steady. Mouse says, we're all breaking. Peg comes walking in. Guess whose whole closet is now color-coordinated? Again. Yeah. Luann, you got a guy hanging lights, guy carrying in a bunch of packages, gifts, carrying the Christmas tree, and then the couple are in bed. It says, my back doesn't like Christmas anymore. Okay. Yeah. Guy coming in. With a bunch of letters, he says, here's the mail. We got a bunch of Christmas cards. It says, Christmas cards already? Yeah, from the Bowers, the Witters, the Oswalds. I hate these people who are so totally organized. They probably finished all their Christmas shopping and wrapping, too. You know what else irritates me? I crossed some of these people off my list last year because I hadn't heard from them in so long. Now I'm annoyed that these people get their cards done so early and I feel guilty that I crossed them off my list. I feel angry that I have to add them back. Plus buy more cards and more stamps and I probably won't have time to do my cards until Valentine's Day anyways. It says, you know... I'm starting to feel that warm holiday spirit in the air. He says, why don't you go untangle some Christmas lights or something? Yeah. We got a grumpy Gus in here. Got irritated when they got Christmas cards. <laughs> uh, Alright. Gotta get back into this list here. Find where we're going. It's kind of harder when you don't have the newspaper in front of you. That you just whip through the stuff. All right, we got AJ and Mangus. Got one character's sitting on his bed. He's kicking back, reading a letter, stuffing a letter underneath his pillow. As someone's knocking on the door, says, Loka, you in there? Hey, you, it's snowing. Come on, we got to go build a fort. He says, not really feeling it right now, Eb. Eb says, even if we make it, make a ton of snowballs to throw at AJ? Hmm, well, I do feel like throwing things. I'm in. And you see a note that <laughs> says, baby, we have to go and I'm sorry, but we don't have space for you. I know you won't understand now, but sometimes adults have to make weird decisions or hard decisions. I think this is for the best. I know you'll be okay, though, because you're tough. Uh, always remember, mommy loves you. Naya. <laughs> it's a pretty messed up comic. It's basically... Parents must have dumped the kid off at an orphanage or something. <laughs> Just left them, and that's that's where they are for the holidays. 
Uh oh. Okay, there it is. Animal crackers. Let's see here. Two characters. One says, time for a TV break. Sit down from the TV. Here, Ebenezer Scrooge. And the ghost of Christmas past. And the ghost of Christmas present. And the ghost yet to come. What are you doing, Scrooge? I'm calling Ghostbusters. Uh, yeah, Auntie Acid. <laughs> yeah, a picture of a lady pouring wine into her glass and a butcher knife stuck in the countertop. Sure, I could give up wine. But in its place, I'd have to take up murder. Right, let's check out some BC. Got the wolf snoozing in the cave. Wolf looks up, perks up. Well, the wolf, the pre-dog. And you see the guy coming in the cave with a bunch of wood in his hand. Sitting there building something and ends up being a bed. Next picture, you see at nighttime, you see the... Wolf curled up under the blankets on the bed while he's sleeping under his blanket with his head on a rock. Hasn't changed much to this day. Alright, we got some brain squirts here. If I can find them. Okay, uh, two characters walking through the woods. One just slapping himself on the face. The other one slapping himself on the side of the head. Slapping like crazy, going crazy. Freaking out. It says, if we walk in the woods, we must feed the mosquitoes. Uh, I can't wait till those mosquitoes are back. It's right around the corner. The snow will go away soon. It's almost January. Holidays are over. Get rid of it. Break of the day. You got a cassette tape laying on a psychiatrist chair. You got a psychiatrist. That's a CD. Cassette tape says, I wish I could just focus on the future and quit revisiting the past. CD says, it's because you get rewound. Cassette tapes, by the way, children, are little things with ribbons in them that we used to have to listen to music on. All right, Bushy Tales. Yeah. Oh, Woodchuck looking, her beaver looking character. He says, they must be making shorter tape measures these days as he's trying to wrap it around his stomach. Yeah. Mouse character talking to another type of mole character. And he says, I hear Doug's enlarging his burrow entrance. Yeah, he says he's getting ready for Christmas. Oh, I get it. So Santa can get in with his gift sack. That's why he's thinking. And no. So Doug can get out after eating Christmas dinner. 
Ah, that's why I'm thinking. <laughs> yeah, scroll down a little ways here. Get down to Foxtrot. And boys coming up to the girl says, where does Santa hang his clothes? In a closet. What did Santa say to the pirate? Yo ho ho ho. Where does Santa invest his money? In the stocking market. What is Santa giving me for Christmas? I have no idea. Come on, you were doing so well. Not even a guess. Sorry. Goes and asks Pops. Where does Santa hang his clothes? Jason, you do this every year. Not going to give it up. On the Harley. Had this biker talking to his ma. She says, Harley, you aren't lounging around this summer. I signed you up for summer camp. She's pushing him all the way down to the bus stop. Camp? think you mean spy, right? Next scene, he's at a Camp Moose, Moose Breath, surrounded by a bunch of kids. One kid says, you got a pituitary problem, kid. And you got him in the bunks. He's sitting there. The one kid's crying into his pillow. Harley says, what's the matter, kiddo? Kid says, summer camp makes me miss my mom so much. Harley says, kid, moms are always with us. Like the force in Star Wars is always with you. My mom is like Yoda? You betcha. Your mom like Yoda too? No, she's more like Sauron at Mount Doom. Let's check out Herman. That guy sitting at his desk says, send in the next applicant. Talking to the person applying for a job, he says, we're looking for special people. We want associates seeking a challenge. Dedicated, ambitious leaders who are going places. Those who want to be part of a winning team. Applicant says, Brian Burgers? And the manager says, did I mention the New York uniforms? <laughs> Pulls out a nice, funky Sergeant Pepper-looking uniform with a hat with horns on it. The more crappy the job, the more serious they are about your commitment. <laughs> All right. Scroll down a ways. Get down to Myth Tickle. Watch the comics I just never heard of before. Alright. Yeah, a guy wearing like a metal shoulder and helmet of armor talking to a cat. And you have this whole thing underneath it, a whole song written out. It says, I want to go out. 
Kitty, it's cold outside. Human, please let me out. Kitty, it's cold outside. This evening has been. I gotta get coffee. So very long. Um, is my cat really singing me a song? The grass will taste oh so yummy. So sleepy. I walk just like a mummy. The crows are playing outside that door. Ow. My back's really sore. You're about to get six scratches from me. Huh. My stomach feels kind of crummy. I'm going to meow louder and more. My coffee's done. Just wait till I pour. I want to go out. Bucky, please don't shout. Both. Kitty, it's cold outside. The little prick's just going to want you to open the door, and he's just going to stand there getting the breeze in his face. He's not going to go out anyways if he's anything like our damn cat. That door a hundred times a day, and he goes out maybe three. All right. Oh, we're getting to the good stuff. Pickles. All right. Old man's reading his newspaper. Ma comes up, sits on his footstool, says, I went to my podiatrist because I had some pain between my toes. Turns out I have a corn. Guess what? He said it was brought on because I've lost fat in my toes. You believe that? All that dieting and where do I lose weight? My toes. Earl says, Yes, I've been meaning to compliment you. Uh, all right. Some roses, rose. Oh, shit, we ran out of time. This went fast. I guess we'll have to have another one later. Have a good